Astro. He is phenomenal. He lets you know whenever the ISS is passing over London. What? I know. Broadly <laughs> UK. I follow a much darker one of those, which is a London air pollution bot. It tweets going like, air pollution is 100 particles per million at the moment. Stay indoors. I'm like, air pollution is at 30 particles per minute. Normal for London. So feel free to go outside. I'm like, I would normal for opinion. London is terrifying. <laughs> normal for London. <laughs> Maybe this is how London is evolving, that if we get to the air where there's just so much pollution, it will slow the bullets down. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it'll be fine, it's a natural, natural... Uh, we all just swim to work through the air. <laughs> swim to work through the air. If I could do backstroke down up to the surface, because the air's that thick. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will try to stab you, but just... I'm wearing my protective smog. You can't get me. <laughs> And we've all got like one kilometre long snorkels <laughs> right up above there. This, the only thing up there is Richard Branson and his fucking jet machine. Is that what you call it? Do I sound like my auntie when I say that? Yeah. I don't know. Actually, my auntie does say fucking jet mas- machine. Jeez. It's very often. Jet machine. You don't often hear fucking jet machine. It's bond and it's Fucking <laughs> <laughs> You've probably heard it a lot in the nineties with like jealous gladiators at the gym. Uh, when Jet was just squatting so much. That fucking jet machine. <laughs> that was delicious. Yeah. Um, Any Jet fans in? No, no. James, are you a fan of the news? No. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. Uh, no, uh, I like I like the sort of bit where um, I, I know things about the world. I like that feeling you get when you get quite smug and you know something, but I don't like the bit where I have to read anything or engage in any real way or put any action. Um, oh, a few more in. Good, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I quite like... Um, my my favourite thing to do is to sort of read an article that I feel like is on message with whatever people should be thinking. Something about, like I don't know, like Syria or something like that. It's like really well-informed and it's been written by somebody who knows a lot of stuff. And then I'll just share it and I'll put this, or <laughs> I, I, I always say this. Couldn't have said it better myself. Or, or just simply, finally. <laughs> just like, well, surely there's an emoji 
emoji that can say <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that. You don't well, even need words. It's the up, it's the up finger. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've always thought that really well researched, <laughs> brilliantly written and eloquent article. I've, I, I've always thought it, and finally someone else has said it. But really, it's 50-50. Um, I do that a lot with my stand-up gigs as well. Um, at the start, I just put on like a, a DVD of George Carlin and go, this. <laughs> Ditto. And then I sit for an hour. I don't say a word. Um, I like the idea that like you're just listening to the whole George Carlin CD and you're doing like ditto quotes after every punch. <laughs> <laughs> like not even vocalising. Yeah. Why bother? Yeah, exactly. So um, so I might sort of tune in and out of this, but um, imagine a much funnier comedian sitting here and I basically think the same thing as saying this. So guys, you're in safe hands. Um, so I like to, I want to see how in touch you are with what the great British public cares about before I hear your story. So I went on change.org. Oh yeah, we found a change.org. So that is people who love petitions, they love voting, they love getting involved. It's for people to say match fit between general elections, guys. So uh, three really big stories. I want to see if you can guess which of these three very important issues at the time of going to press this morning had the most signatures. Is it tell EP and authentic brands to stop the lies attributed to Elvis's ex-wife Priscilla. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot going on there. Is it don't fire me for something that was meant to happen? Sad face, open brackets, Nova Hotels, close brackets. Or <laughs> was it stop anyone? That's uh, cap letters, so as you know, the author intended. Stop anyone from portraying Princess Leia in the next Star Wars film. <laughs> so, which of those three burning issues do you think got the most signature? Um, okay, so the don't fire me for something that was meant to happen. There's a little bit of explanation. Uh, they wrote underneath it, Nova Hotels are firing me for, quote, they have been getting reports about me, close quotes about demoting others when I have only demoted people for back chat, rudeness, and no grammar. No grammar. No grammar. I request for you to help me to stay as my rank as board of directors. Exclamation mark sad face. So their rank is board of directors, plural. An entire board of directors. What do you do? Board of directors. Yeah. That's a little bit like when I was seven and I was president of my own treehouse. That doesn't mean anything. And um, so the Elvis thing is, they said Elvis A Presley fans, not Elvis Presley, Elvis A Presley fans. Do not want to hear any more of Priscilla's lies about Elvis. She is trying to destroy his character, image and reputation. Her only goal is to help herself in the limelight to Elvis's detriment. And this latest publicity stunt for HBO documentary is a case in point. Most fans are disgusted at the lies that have been attributed to her, but it's not the first time she has lied about Elvis. Often on live TV shows and on her track record, it will not be the last. And it has come to my attention how many fans have said they will not attend anything that she is comparing hosting because of it. It is time for EBE and 
the authentic brands to disassociate themselves with her before she not only destroys Elvis's legacy, but their business as well. She is his ex-wife. And Elvis did not want her association with EPE, hence clause in the divorce that said she should not use the Elvis Presley name for monetary gain, which she does all the time. <laughs> Elvis had her removed from his will. He did not leave her in any part of EPE. <laughs> read read the, the rest of the six pages. <laughs> Don't stop there. That is worryingly written in your voice. Like, <laughs> I've heard you do that rant about Ed Miliband. <laughs> Almost verbatim. <laughs> Britain's lost prince. <laughs> also, um, <laughs> I agree. Um, David Miliband must not dis disrespect his name. <laughs> All I'm saying is that if Remain want to shake off their image as like knowish all people who can't take fucking failure, maybe Dylan Hibnerland is the best person to do that job. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Um, for the listeners at home, Gronit is visibly shaking. <laughs> With passion. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't know enough about Elvis Presley and Hitler, but I want to know what the person's, it's all very, it's not clearly established what Priscilla is, is doing, and it's supposedly tarnishing his legacy, and this is a man who, you know, died on the toilet. <laughs> that's what she said. Right. I do mean that's the same way. That's what Priscilla said. Dialogue toilet not I'm so out of touch with the youth. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, we need to say that the A stands for Aaron. Elvis Aaron Presley. It's important to see case anyone Hey guys, um, Elvis' name is Aaron. <laughs> you guys are trying to establish the facts. I've got no time for that. Kill Priscilla. That's my name. She's gone too far. I don't care about the facts Priscilla. about what she's been... Hello. Lovely. Did she know Elvis died? He was like 42. Yeah. I thought he was like late 50s. Because he looked it. <laughs> yeah. But oh my God. Elvis when he was 22. Right? Shut up. Right? Oh my you know, God. Like, we all, like, there's no one on this panel. So. Or in this so. audience. <laughs> I think, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So dreamy, oh my god. That could be, I think that would be a decent change.org petition. <laughs> Reanimate the body of 22 year old Elvis Presley <laughs> so that all of us can have a little go and just go, yeah, it would, yeah, that's lovely. Actually. You know how you just, James, you just hypothesize that change.org thing? It's already got a million signatures <laughs> in the first seven seconds of your hypothetical, yeah. So, three online petitions, which we think has the most signatures uh, Priscilla, Princess Leia, or don't fire me for something that was meant to happen. Um, I can't, yeah, I, I think Princess Leia's probably got a larger... I think Star Wars has a larger online following than Nova Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any Nova Hotel like, stalls at Comic-Con, but I assume a lot of people go as cosplay, dressing up as the various members of Nova Hotel. It's equally big. There's probably a lot of Nova Hotel fan fiction online, I assume. Um, Doing it with McCure Hotels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think Princess Leia. Princess um, Leia? Yeah. I think Princess Leia. I'm going to go for the Elvis one for the sake of non-agreement. Okay, interesting. Um, so, James, Sarah, I hate to tell you, these are not the drones you're looking for oh. because in third place, with only ten signatures, don't fire me for something that was oh. meant to happen. But in second place, with only 80 signatures, stop anyone from portraying Princess Leia in the next Star Wars. Fine, put her in the movie. See what I, see if I can. I don't care, put her in. <laughs> Meanwhile, storming oh. ahead with six 
614 signatures tell EPA in Authentic France to stop the lies attributed to Elvis's ex-wife Priscilla. I just want to clarify that's because I believe it's okay, it's not because I want to add narrative tension to this. <laughs> the point is justified. Big round of applause for Alex! Big, uh, big month for the news. Uh, a lot of buzz about it. Everybody's talking about it. But uh, there can only be one story that we bring up at dinner parties. So, um, Alex, we'll go to you first. Um, you've been combing the news. You're flat as a mess. It's cork, your cork board and string and torn out muck shots. <laughs> what news story from the month's news do you think is the most important? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg testifying to two different congressional committees yesterday and today. Woo! So with 10 yeah. minutes, with 20 minutes. No, please, dear God. You <laughs> <laughs> can't make me speak for 20 minutes on this. You're going to filibuster the shit out of this. With no repetition, no. no. Just a minute, rules. Yeah, no. yeah, we've added this in specially. <laughs> I mean, first off, I do regret choosing a story with this much content, but uh, let's let's have a crack. Uh, I mean, we, so so he's sort of being dragged up in front of um, uh, a couple of congressional committees to sort of explain Cambridge Analytica and election uh, hacking. Uh, he's not agreed to testify in front of British Parliament. That's good. That's good. He, he literally declined an attending <laughs> invitation to that, which is good. Um, uh, but it's sort of surreal watching a lot of basically, I think the average age on the committee is 62, uh, and it's just weird watching a lot of predominantly old white men with sort of no grasp of technology question <laughs> Zuckerberg being like, just sort of reading these reports from their clerks being like, complicated technical thing, and Zuckerberg just be like, it's all good now, baby, and they're like, well, yes, good. That's it. Good. Just, like, just not really able to follow through properly. Um, also surreal that you can you can't be a senator in America until you're 30. But yeah, Zuckerberg at 23 was a billionaire and had access to it was the head of Facebook. Which is very weird. Um, not really a no, just more general observation about the United States Constitution there. <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> His, also, his own data was breached, was something that came out today. Just all in answer to that classic philosophical problem of, like, can God create a social media system so bad that even God is fucked by it? So, <laughs> um, uh, the, the, when, when, I, I, something, something I also found strange about it was that he, when he was speak, basically over the course of him being interrogated yesterday, uh, Facebook's share price rose and made him $3 billion richer. Which isn't really indicative of a very good questioning session from the, from the senators, right? I mean, that's literally the market in reaction to Zuckerberg questioning, going like, phew, we got away with that shit, right? That's, that's like the market going, this is a very bad company, he's going to get fucked, and then like the, the, the questions that matter nothing, they'll like, actively pump the share price. Oh, no, just me, okay, that's, uh, that's uh, my vibe on that. Um, he was also asked about whether it was a uh, monopoly, and he said it wasn't. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's good that he said that it wasn't a monopoly. To be fair, you are free to leave Facebook if you never want to be invited to a social event again. That's all. That's we all, we're all free if we want to lose all of our friends uh, forever. That's good. Um, 
Uh, he also he, he also said that it was um, he, he tried to displace a lot of what happened from uh, Cambridge Analytica to Cambridge University, saying there were various like psychometric studies happening in Cambridge. He said there was like something something fishy going on at Cambridge University. <laughs> uh, but also for a start, I don't believe that Cambridge University need to do any of that to like fuck with people's brains. Just take an undergraduate degree and, and have almost no mental health support from the university and then they just close off the towers in exam time home, so they don't and, you know, kill themselves down to that. They've already got a structure to warp people's minds, which is they're just very brutal academic timetable. <laughs> cool, and that's, that's my bit on that, so. <laughs> Dig at Cambridge to end things off. He looked at this crowd and thought, this is an Oxford University. Oxford's <laughs> 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 at Cambridge. Oxford's completely different. They never, it never asks you to even hand in an essay. Very chill about it. Um, <laughs> Driving people to depression. Um, <laughs> 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 I went there, guys, and I'm fine. I'm very healthy. <laughs> Um, so, uh, why do you think this this story is important? Because um, it turns out so much data that people give on Facebook is being used by these uh, corrupt companies to uh, to brainwash people to to vote and to act along with the wishes of these sort of shadowy groups. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it's sort of, it's sort of serious on a couple of that. I mean, like one, um, I'm definitely down with like nationalising. Facebook, I think the logic of like nationalizing something is that like something isn't competitive anymore and like there's something inherently anti-competitive about a social network, right? It's something that's it's not like Facebook is like the best pub, it's just a pub that all your friends are at, so you can choose to go to a different pub but you're on your own drinking. <laughs> it sounds great to me sometimes, but um, so so that I would just nationalise. Can I just ask, is that in the Labour Manifesto yet? No, I, I'd be weirdly more down with that than some of the other nationalising things, but I'm fine with I'm fine with shoving that in. Well, me drinking alone in a pub or nationalising Facebook. <laughs> I was sort of I was sort of confused by it all. I was sort of just terrified of Zuckerberg in a way that it was like I can deal with a like a sort of traditional megalomaniac like somebody like Trump. I know who that guy is. That is a guy. That is a that is a sort of a jock from school who's a bully and, and equal parts bully and latent homosexual and he can't, he can't deal with those two parts of his personality so he just wants to fucking grab women and bomb places and it's kind of back to the future who's like uh anyone who biff he's absolutely biff absolutely biff and like um although that does make it sound like uh, it, trump is biff makes it sound like i'm calling him really attractive I don't know why. <laughs> Trump is Biff. Like, Biff's like, totally a, Biff. like a young person would, I don't quite understand. Like, yeah, Trump is Biff. <laughs> Shit, is that good about? But like, uh, but, know, does you... that mean Michael J. Fox is Hillary Clinton? <laughs> They're both on shaky ground these days. No, come on, come on. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Let the record show that Granny did not laugh. Yeah. Stop <laughs> laughing, guys. But like, I know, I, I genuinely, like, I watch Zuckerberg, and I, and he feels to me like a genuine psychopath. He's got like, he's like, I, I watched him looking at all those sort of feeble old congressmen who used to have power and like them questioning him and I just felt like in his head the whole time he was thinking I could destroy all of you like, like, like this and it felt like and it also, it also felt quite self-serving because there's something really wonderfully 
fitting about a load of congressmen desperately saying, you, you definitely shouldn't steal data. You shouldn't share any of our private messages. It's like, oh really, a US government not wanting to share private data? Like, it just feels like they've all got some really dodgy private messages mm -hmm. that they don't want Zuckerberg. Like, I want Zuckerberg halfway through to go, yeah, you're right, we should be more careful, yeah. How was that trip to the sex dungeon last night? <laughs> 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 Seriously, Jamie, do you think this is an important news story? I mean, uh, unlike. Zeppelin <laughs> 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 <that> Coke. Coke. <laughs> 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 me out with some university students from MIT in Boston the other day. Don't want to show off, guys. Hello. You don't know Sarah's life. Um, and I mentioned Facebook, and they kind of went, oh. And they, I saw them look at each other, and I realised what it was. It's a look that we give our parents when they talk about, like, yo-yos or whatever generation <laughs> we grew up in. I don't know. But, um, like... Facebook is so long dead for actual kids whose future this is. Like, it is not even uh, a social media platform they use anymore. Guess what? Because we're on it. Like, people who are old enough to be their aunties, uncles, you know, whatever, grandparents. Um, they, people, like, generally cool young dudes who are shaping our future are not even on it. So, kabloom. No, it's not an important what are they? Oh, they're on Snap. Box. <laughs> <laughs> Something else that we don't know about, Cronia. We don't know. That's, a, that's quite an interesting way to stop young people. Like, maybe that's the solution for like knife crime amongst young people. Just get a load of older people to do it. Oh no, I'm not doing that anymore. Oh, knife crime is so la so nineties. I'm not doing that. Oh, my, my nana started doing knife crime. Oh god, and she she tried to do knife crime and she accidentally did gun crime. It was so Oh God, oh. She bought like she bought like a little pastry knife. She said, like, "They said that's the same one in the shop. Is that the one? Is that the one we use for knife crime? Am no, I doing Nana. it? Am I doing it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm knifing. Look at me. I'm out knifing. Oh, get God, uh... What if we got Gary Barlow to stab Jason Orange? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, it made sense. <laughs> so, one very important story, but is it the most important story of the month? Before we get to our next story, and um, if you're anything like me, guys, you love news so much, the news will tell us enough. You want more. How do you get more? The nearest thing we can is Daily Mail, readers' comments. <laughs> oh yeah, nice dirty, dirty late night kebab treat for the soul. Uh, so what I've done is a very popular story on the website today. Uh, I've collated uh, four of the best comments I think from it. So I want to see if you can guess just from the comments what news story all these people are reacting to. The first one is from Lee W. And it's got two names. Lee W. Red Pill. FTW. <laughs> he sounds like fun, doesn't he? Oh, so red pill, I think for the win. Is that what it is? EW red pill for the win. So he says, or she, we don't know what type of it is. <laughs> Could surprise us all. So Lee W red pill for the win, United Kingdom said, the left often use time travel as a scapegoat. Yeah. We all knew that. I think it is because they tend to shy away from STEM subjects at school or college. Oh, it said school or co collage. <laughs> <laughs> Especially biology. So what news story do you think uh, Lee is reacting to? Um, 
if it's a Daily Mail news story, it is probably something like uh, Diana's memory dishonoured by Muslims dressed in blue passport suits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that tickets, that's the sort of holy trinity they're looking for in a news story. Well, killing a swan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, second um, comment, same story. Okay. Uh, this is from Joe Blue from Stacey Basin in the United States. Not a place. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> Joe <Yeah>. says... <laughs> sorry, sorry, we're moving on from Stacey Basin that quickly. Um, <laughs> so that sounds like something you get checked out of the doctors. <laughs> but a really dodgy Stacey Basin, do you know what I mean? Well, a lot of teachers put biff in it. <laughs> <laughs> you biffed up your Stacey Basin, did you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> so Joe Blue says, oh, it was the feminists of the 1970s who started the Burn the Bra movement. Back then, they called it sexual liberation. They also did it in the roaring 20s with the flappers. How many times is this worm going to turn? <laughs> Do you know as well? Maybe the flappers were wrong because, correct me if I'm wrong, they're all dead now. <laughs> so did their cause work out? <laughs> This is one of those really horrendously awkward moments where I have to nod along like I understand what a flapper is. Like, oh, the flappers. I'm what's, so sorry. What's the reason for that name, though? But has anyone ever said, look at, look at them tassels flapping? Like, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure that's where it comes from. There's got to be one more leap. I'm like, oh, tassels flapping. Yeah. One tweet, Gronje Maguire, about this. As you're listening to this podcast, incessantly, never stop. <laughs> Hashtag tassels. <laughs> Hashtag flappers. Okay, third comment, and it's from Windy71, York, United Kingdom. And Windy comments, I wish we were back in the 1970s. <laughs> Women have always compla complained, but these days it's epidemic. <laughs> What's so lovely about that is, I think in this first sentence of that comment, you could replace every single, like, I wish I was in the 1970s, you could replace every single word in the Daily Mail with those words, <laughs> and it would still make the same logical sense. Like, just open the paper, and in the same way in The Shining, it was just the same words written, I wish I was in the 1970s, 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 go on holiday for five pounds, I wish in the 1970s, and that is the Daily Mail, so just... <laughs> Summarize. So we have any idea? These all for the same same story. So final comment from Pete W from Manchester. Oh, yeah, I know him. Pete. Um, okay, so he says, I find the self-righteous indignation extremely funny. Oh, well then. I tend to think of I tend to think of the poor faces. The more they squeal and shriek, the louder I laugh. Oh, wow. Is po faces what the kids call police? Po-po. I thought it sounded right, like sort of like slightly sinister yeah. into it. He, yeah, he sounds evil. Super villain. Yeah. Um, sorry, I was about to do a really terrible po face telly tubby tell joke and I backed out of it. <laughs> <laughs> All now thinking, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that is they're all reacting to the news that a pub in yorkshire had to take down some posters from the 90s because the tagline too was uh, the coldest drink you can get and it was a picture of a woman in a t-shirt with very obvious nipples 
So they had to remove it. Meaning that you're drinking from the nipples. It wasn't even a pint glass in the photo. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, the beer was so cold that... Nipples, guys. <laughs> so then they had to remove it. And That's a dream article for the Daily Mail, isn't it? Because you get a wonderful combination of righteous indignation. Love it, mm-hmm. love that. But you also get to print the picture of the woman with the nipples. <laughs> oh, yes, it's got everything I want here. They took away our boobs. We will not stand for this. That, that advert is also so wonderfully 90s because it's such a 90s thing to think, how are we going to sell this beer we need to make the people who drink it horny. Like, where's it look like, like, oh, I'm so fucking horny, I need that, I want to fuck that beer. Like, it's such a weird, it's such a weird thing. Like, I've never, I, do you know what I mean? It's just such a bizarre, I've never gone, fuck, I'm hard right now, hand me a Carlsberg. Like, it's never, why are we making, why are big nipples suddenly a thing? Like, uh, you know what, it's almost like I don't work in advertising, I don't understand how it works. Um, Okay, so we've had <laughs> one very important story, but is it the most important story of the month, James? Uh, no, it's not. It's not. It's not, guys. Um, because um, I'll tell you what the most important story of the month. Um, I'm not just googling it now. My notes on my phone. Make it clear. Um, so um, I'm not sure if you guys heard monumental moment uh, today. I think it was uh, this morning, uh, which is uh, the royal family, specifically uh, Harry and Meghan. Um, have announced the guest list for their uh, wedding. Hey-oh. Anyone in? Anyone going to yeah. go? <laughs> yeah, we're all going to go. Um, and it, it's a joy. Uh, uh, what they specifically um, announced was that there's not going to be any politicians there. It's going to be uh, normal, regular people. No Obama. <laughs> no Obama, no Obama. Uh, he's not there. Trump's not there, which is a huge shame. Uh, I think Trump and Prince Philip would have really got on. Um, <laughs> For reasons I won't go into, but I think we can all imagine. Um, and like, yeah, um, I um, they've invited twelve hundred people, uh, twelve hundred regular people, and there's like a weird golden ticket system where you get a golden ticket sent out, and then you get to go to the wedding, and it's all very exciting. And there's like pictures of people who have done really amazing things, uh, like sort of survived wars or terrorist attacks, and they all get to go. It's wonderful. But if you look at like sort of the fine print of it, what they're actually getting to go to is um, sort of Kensington Gardens outside the church. So they've been invited to outside the wedding to stand near it, which is like the shit. How do they expect that to be a good thing? Like if for, if my, if for my girlfriend and mine's anniversary, I got us tickets to just outside Hamilton. Like, <laughs> just be like, oh yeah, no, trust me, I love you so much. We're gonna be near Hamilton when it's over. And you're gonna, I love it. Like, I, I genuinely, um, um, like one, one thing I'm quite excited about, and the reason why I think it's one of the best stories of the week is, um, is because now it's gonna be regular people, and it's not gonna be politicians, it's not gonna be Trump, et cetera, we all get to in, uh, indulge in our favorite activity, which is watching the royals pretend they don't hate poor people. Uh, which, oh, mm, I love it. Because um, uh, they, they, they have that kind of face of like, they sort of, they try and look pleased, but they always wear gloves, uh, which is because they don't want to touch poor. Um, and, like, and, like, and like, the younger ones are quite good at hiding it, but like Charles and anything above Charles, basically, like it doesn't matter how much they sort of nod, they look at a poor person or a regular human in the same way that, like, you would look at someone if they openly shat in front of you. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm, oh, what do you do? Oh, you work in Greg's. How delightful. Yeah. <laughs> um, it got me really think about the whole, uh, wedding. Uh, it's it's going to be in May 19th. Uh, I'm excited because uh, we get to see, like, 
I think whenever there's normal people and there's loads of copies of, copies of the royal family unedited, we get to see unedited Prince Philip. And unedited <laughs> Prince Philip is my favourite thing in the world. Um, because at every wedding we have incredibly embarrassing relatives. He is the king of embarrassing relatives. Uh, he's just, he's going to be, he's inevitably going to say something awkward about Meghan. Um, and like, he's, yeah, definitely. Like, Prince Philip, at their wedding, there's something old could be his views on foreigners, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and something blue as well. <laughs> but like, well, I, think, I find it really fucking weird. Um, like, royal, royalists I generally find quite odd. I get there's a notion of it, it's lovely and all that. But one thing I find quite weird, like, a, a few royalists I know, of the older generation of royalists, we say, are quite annoyed about Meghan. Uh, married to the family because she's a person of colour. They find that very, un- like, like, awful for some reason. I don't really know why. But, like, you look at, like, the history of who the royals marry, and it's mostly cousins. <laughs> so, like, it's a really weird situation where royalists seem to be totally fine with inter-family relationships, but inter-race. No, 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 we're not having that. Like, this is not a good family. Like, they are so inbred that they can do, like, they could do a perfect shadow puppet of a spider with one hand. <laughs> eight fingers. Um, eight fingers. For those uh, listening at home, a red dot has just appeared. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I wasn't invited to the fucking wedding. Screw those guys. <laughs> English, maybe as a foreigner, I don't get it. But like, it's just like a load of posh people getting married. Why should we give a shit? Um, you should give a shit because it's hilarious. Because um, <laughs> I'm not. I, it's weird. I think I'm a monarchist, but I'm not a monarchist in the same way that a lot of monarchists are. I'm not a monarchist in the kind of proud of them, British and proud, but I'm the monarchist in the same way. If, I think if you treat the royal family as what they are, which is just a bunch of weird celebrities, they're sort of our Kardashians, aren't they, essentially? Then, like, it's an absolute joy watching them be a bit racist, a bit embarrassing. Like, I don't mind that. Like, I genuinely don't. Like, I, so I think it's going to be a real treat for us. Uh, particularly, it's, it's on FA Cup final day, see? We spend we can spend the morning watching <laughs> load of old sort of like really embarrassing people and we can get drunk while that's happening and then we watch the football and watch load more racist people. Um, it's quite a racist heavy day that day, yeah. isn't it? Footballers and royals. Um, royals, racists and rapists all in one day. Footballers, <laughs> <laughs> the footballers. Um, <laughs> and now a red line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. It's way over Gronia's um, Alex, surely this is a more important story than yours. This is the, you know, Meghan and Harry. Harry is how many in line to the throne. This is an American woman of colour marrying into the British royal family. That's more important than, eh, people are reading my Facebook. <laughs> Facebook is boring. You don't see anything interesting anyway. <laughs> I think my content's pretty good. I've got some solid, funny statuses just pumping out there the whole time. I just want to clarify that. Uh, it is public, so you can follow, you can follow me. Um, <laughs> um, I think it's, it's not important because I, well, uh, my attitude to the royal family is um, I feel the royal family is a bit like a kind of bit of non-infectious mould at the top of a very tall room uh, in that like it's probably more trouble than it's worth to get rid of it but like you wouldn't like put it there right? <laughs> yeah. you would like deliberately you would like celebrate the mould's children marrying right? like, I don't like a president Blair but I don't mean they don't throw them apart and are you excited about the royal family? Zone? Nah, burn them all. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, they there is visible marked a marked increase in visible homelessness on the streets of every UK city right now. 
I've just done some gigs in Manchester and Birmingham and there are literally people in pop-up tents and so many sleeping bags and it is fucked up and I do not think it's appropriate to be giving money to people because of their blood love. Yeah, I hope the dress is nice though. Yeah, no. so yeah, I take all that, that, that all that homeless stuff. Yeah, sure. Uh, but uh, I would counter. Does it persuade you to know that the Queen will MC the reception? Hey, oh, I'm in. I'm back in. Like if she starts doing gags. Wait, after gin. Oh, I hope after oh, Jim. Yeah. She's going to be biffed, mate. Um, <laughs> honestly, like, the, the Queen MCing is going to be... That's going to be a good thing, isn't it? No, if she starts doing little gags, observational stuff... No, that's you know when you're eating a swan kebab? No, we don't. No. <laughs> you know when you get your daughter-in-law murdered? You know, I know that. What? No. <laughs> I'm not making too, it home. Too soon, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so two really important stories, but we can care about all of them. So before we get to our final story, I've got questions from you guys. So these are questions from the audience. The comedians have not seen them. I want first answers. No prevaricating, no thinking, just good instinct. You know how we all make our decisions and opinions. So um, Alex, I'll go to you first. Uh, starting from now, can we just blow up all the cunts? Trump, Putin, <laughs> Assad, Farage, etc. Answer the question. Uh, y- y- yes, but with some rule of law. <laughs> <laughs> that was like that was like Jeremy Corbyn in a soundbite. That was so in every way. Yes, but can we just think for a minute? Uh, Sarah. Between the fake news, hashtag Putin. Ah, well, I think what we need to do is get Putin on as your next month's guest on. Uh, him on, and then just I think Ronnie McGuire goes in hard and asks Putin all the questions we need to know. We get the answers. I, I, I'm flattered that you think the only thing that's going to happen is I'm going to end up really fancy him. You do like a bad boy. He's the ultimate right winger. Yeah. And you'll be like, I can change him. That's more complicated. complicated, James, Iceland stores just banned products with palm oil. Any thoughts on that? (laughs) Too many. Um, God was finally asked. Um, uh, A couple couple of things. Uh, Firstly, Need to know what palm oil is. I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's not a lubricant. Uh, although I would use it. Um, so Iceland has banned some stuff. Yeah. So it was genuinely the place that sells 100 shrimps for 99p is concerned about what's in their products. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, no, uh, I'm very concerned about that. Um, <laughs> Seriously, can everyone stop eating palm oil? Stop it. I can't eat, I can't eat enough palm oil. So. I had palm oil this morning. I had palm oil, uh, palm oil on, um, on cornflakes every morning. Tonight I had palm oil um, with palm. chips on the way home. I uh, love that. Palm oil must... soup? Yes. And my personal favourite, palm oil covered in panda. Love it. Oh. Mm, double suffering, yes please. Wait, a sneaky shading of ivory on top. Yeah. Oh. I can't wait to go home and Google palm oil and understand what I, if I, what I just said made sense. It's literally not a clue. Uh, driving, very much driving blind on that bit, I would say. Uh, Alex, isn't it time we change this country's licensing laws? World War One ended 100 years ago. 
So, so, yeah, so, so presumably they are, but it did just feel like a real, like, can we just not, can we just not forget the sacrifices? <laughs> 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 so very... Living for the burglar, flower dramas, does that make me a bad person? I'm good. I'm glad I've been asked this one. Um, so sorry. Uh, I got really confused. That was written ever so slightly, like the Nova Hotel grammar lady. Um, uh, so, so living, living, living for the burglar flower drama. Oh, I think they are living. living. They're living. living. They're living. living. It's giving them life. Oh, I see. So some people live for the weekend. They live for an elderly man butchering another man <laughs> with a screwdriver, and then floral tributes being ruined by other. Right. Maybe live for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, uh, uh, yeah, I agree. I love it, um, uh, but only because uh, I hate flowers. I hate flowers, tributes. and I would. Have, I did like the idea. Watching, that, I did like the idea that the guy just stamps on flowers, and he's been caught up in this. Going, oh, is this a thing? I, I was just, I was just doing my floral destroying. It's uh, Tuesday morning. Wasn't even making a point. Got it in the schedule. I was just off. I've been banned from the Chelsea Flower Show. Not allowed in there. Um, yeah, uh, no. Uh, whoever that is, are you are. A sick little monkey, stop it. Okay, stop living for the death of a man. Uh, Sarah, how has Man City's bubble burst? Absolutely, it has. Pop, that's Man City. <laughs> that's a catchphrase, Gordon. Yeah, we take that at the start of every game. Uh, they are forever blowing bubbles that burst. I saw them beat Sunderland. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, didn't think I would be at that football match, did you guys? And I found a guy from Manchester. And he took me and his dad. It was weird! Uh, James, will the Aussies ever recover from their current disgrace? Uh, open brackets, ball tampering. Ball tampering, lovely. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm leading back to part of it again. I'm very much one note at the moment. Um, uh, this is, I'm assuming, reference to the cricket ball tampering, where I believe one of the bowlers, in order to get an advantage, um, checked his testicles just before bowling. Um, and uh, turned out he's got the all clear, which is, um, which is great news. Um, so do, if anybody's watching, make sure, any guys watching, particularly over the age of 30, it's really important, um, uh, at least once a week, maybe once every two weeks, to um, every try. Every four minutes. Yeah, to try, just do your best, try to fix an international cricket match. Um, <laughs> Super important. Um, I do it a lot. Um. Um, Alex, Boris Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, uh, Sarah, should men claim hashtag me too? Oh, delighted not to be asked that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely delighted that. <laughs> do either of you ladies need me to explain what me too is to you? Just you know. Excuse, I, uh, excuse me! Let the record show that at this point I I ripped open Grania's uh, <laughs> Okay, let me what? Curly <laughs> bag, I pulled out some eyeliner, I started daubing my face with war paint, and I ran into the fucking jungle like Colonel Kurtz. I just went fucking loco on the lot of if you ever ask that question again, I'll just fucking destroy you. Close up. Don't know what that means. Nice. That clears it up. Um, James, plate crash in Algeria kills 257 people. That's forever 
besides the end of the genre. Um, who's to blame? <laughs> so I get dead burglar and plane crash. Thank you. Uh, Make it wacky. Quick, save the show. Who's um, to blame? Uh, weirdly, and genuinely I know this because I've got a friend um, on the inside, you would not think this, but the boogie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They went through a few, they tried sunshine, he didn't do it. Moonlight, he didn't do it. But it's looking like the boogie, yeah, yeah, I'm really afraid so. That song is much more tragic than you realise. The second verse, awful, all about 200 dead Algerians. They claimed responsibility for You've been up all night, you've been covering the news. Sarah, what do you think is the most important story of the month's news? Ladies and gentlemen, in other news this week, um, a, and this is in quotes, really happy seal swims 50 miles from the North Sea to the River Swale near Thirsk, where it has been dining out on all the freshwater salmon that is currently <laughs> in the Yorkshire Dales. It is way off piece. Um, it's alone. Um, and I love that they say that it's really happy. How would you know? I mean, obviously, it's got a river full of, um, of salmon, so it's very, very happy. They say it's a healthy adult common seal, and it's been spotted bobbing in the water and basking in the paddocks of the Yorkshire Dales. It's so great, guys. Um, also, what I love is uh, not everyone is happy about this uh, errant seal. Um, apparently, anglers are worried about the fish supply in the river. Always someone is there ruining it. <laughs> oh, anglers. Um, angling for sympathy, more like. Um, now, what's really interesting is um, the British Divers Marine Life Rescue Association have initially said that there's no need to relocate the sail because it's in uh, the seal, sorry, because it's in good health and it is enjoying the plentiful salmon. Okay, fine. But then they released a statement today saying, actually, we are planning to rescue the animal and take it back out to sea next week. What's changed? It's like they're flip-flopping, flipper-flopping on their stars. Flipper, it's funnier if you repeat it. <laughs> so I love the idea that like that seal needs rescuing. Like, oh no, rescue me. I'm stuck in the Yorkshire Dales with loads of salmon and no fellow seals to compete with. <laughs> like, have you ever had that dream? And I fucking know that you have. Where you, for some reason, black out in Waitrose and you wake up and the doors are locked and you're trapped alone in Waitrose. Oh, no, no! Oh my god! And somehow it's a big waitress, so there's like a whole duvet section and pillows. And like, I'm making a den out of really nice duvets. But then you go to the salmon section and you gorge because there's no other seals to compete with. You have that dream? <laughs> that dream. That's what that seal's doing. No one needs to rescue that. It's like, oh, stop it. Oh, I need rescuing. Um, also, I take umbrage with the fact that they're referring to it as a common seal. I know that that's probably its genus, but um, it's not fair. It's a beautiful seal. <laughs> it's a beautiful seal. It's got those big eyes and the long eyelashes and it's basking away there. Also, this is like a privacy issue for that seal because they're using telescopic lenses. It's just on holidays in the Dales, you know? You can't go there for the, the good pubs and the great walking, dog walking. I mean, what would a seal's dog look like? Even cuter. <laughs> and who's walking who? You know what I'm saying? Um, um, 
Also, I just feel like it wasn't appropriate, but of course you could have waded in, waded in. Um, uh, and they, they released a statement about this beautiful seal, and they said, uh, they come here, they seal our jobs and our women. <laughs> it's all a bit fishy, if you ask me. And I'm done. <laughs> Your story is more important. Yeah, I mean, obviously it is. Um, what I would say, uh, <laughs> genuinely, um, yeah, for the first two thirds of your story, I thought you were talking about ex 90s pop singer Seal, um, <laughs> which made it a much more tragic story. Um, that story is 90s pop singer Seal's gone mad. Um, he's gone to Yorkshire and he's currently bobbing in the water, screaming kiss from the rose into the dead body of a salmon. Like, um, Tell me you wouldn't buy that piece I mean, of that single. I love that. Yeah, me either. The divorce has been out Yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's fine. It's a, it's a very happy seal. That seal seems to love everything it's been given. You could argue it's a seal of approval. Thanks, guys. Um, guys, on that stupid <laughs> wordplay, we have overrun like a, like a mofo tonight. Uh, three amazing stories. We can't care about all of them. So using just the sound of one hand, bang against the other, a tale as old as time. Do you think the most important story is Alex's story? The fact that uh, Facebook has been stealing all our data, it's been used against us, and Mark Zuckerberg like, kind of gives a shit, but doesn't really give a shit. Do you think that's the biggest news story? Yeah, absolutely. They've been hacked. They've been hacked. Or do you think the most important story is James's story? The fact that there are no, going to be no politicians at Harry and Meghan's wedding, and that is something that we should celebrate as a nation. Do you think that's the most important news story? <laughs> Did I mention that the seal's name is Deirdre? Ah. Oh. <laughs> 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 Big round of applause for Judy Dench. <laughs>